0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning, theater lover. I'm Mark Pikert, and you are listening to Today in Theater History for the week of October 5th through October 11th. On October 5th, 1944, Celeste Holmes stars in the new musical Bloomer Girl, opening on Broadway at the Schubert. Set on the eve of the Civil War, Holm plays Evelina, the daughter of a hoopskirt skirt manufacturer who supports the feminist movement to replace hoopskirts skirts with bloomers, and refuses to marry her southern suitor until he frees his slave. With songs by Harold Arlen and E.Y. Harburg and choreography by Agnes DeMille, it runs 654 performances. In 1955, The Diary of Anne Frank opens at the court. The drama is based on the manuscript left behind by a young Jewish girl during the Holocaust. Susan Strasberg stars as Anne. And the show runs 717 performances. In 1960, Laurence Olivier stars in Beckett at the St. James. Anthony Quinn plays King Henry to Olivier's Thomas Beckett. The king's younger son is played by Kit Colkin, future father of Macaulay, home alone Colkin. Peter Glenville is the director. The production runs 193 performances. In 1966, the British comedy about radio broadcasting and lesbians, The Killing of Sister George, opens at the Belasco. Beryl Reid, Eileen Atkins, and Lally Bowers star, and the show runs 205 performances. Although screen version starring Audrey Hepburn, Catherine Hepburn, and Betty Davis is reported by Variety as In the Making, the film comes out in 1968 with Beryl Reid. In 1995, the Sondheim-George Firth musical Company, is revived by the Roundabout Theatre Company. It stars Boyd Gaines, Vianne Cox, Jane Krakowski, and Lashans. The new song, Marry Me a Little, is added in this revival, which runs 68 performances. In 2006, the first Broadway revival of A Chorus Line opens, with Michael Bennett's original staging and choreography recreated by Bob Avian and Bayork Lee. In 2008, 13... The middle school set musical with songs by Tony Award winner Jason Robert Brown opens at the Bernard B. Jacobs. A 13-member cast of actual teenagers tells the story of a boy facing his 13th birthday and bar mitzvah in a new town. The cast includes future pop star Ariana Grande. In 2014, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, Simon Stevens' adaptation of Mark Haddon's best-selling novel, Opens at the Ethel Barrymore, starring Alex Sharp, and directed by Marianne Elliott. On October 6th, 1974, Bernadette Peters and Robert Preston open in Mac and Mabel. Jerry Herman wrote songs and lyrics, Gower Champion staged, Michael Stewart wrote the book, and stars Peters and Preston receive rave reviews. Despite all that, the production runs only 66 performances at The Majestic. In 1977, The Gin Game opens at the John Golden. The play, directed by Mike Nichols, is about a frustrated couple, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy, in a nursing home who find themselves playing a not-too-friendly game of cards. Tandy wins a Tony Award for her performance, and the play wins the 1978 Pulitzer Prize for drama. Another Pulitzer Prize winner for drama opened in 1998 with Margaret Edson's drama Wit. The play, which focuses on a woman's struggle with fourth-stage ovarian cancer, was directed by Derek Anson-Jones and starred Kathleen Chalfant. In 2009, Donmar Warehouse's dark and wintry production of Hamlet, directed by Michael Grandage and starring Jude Law as the Prince of Denmark, opens on Broadway at the Broadhurst. In 2013, Andrew Lippa and John August's musical Big Fish, a father and son tall tale, opens at Broadway's Neil Simon. Directed and choreographed by Susan Stroman, it stars Norbert Leo Butz, Bobby Steggart, and Kate Baldwin. In 2015, Clive Owen and Eve Best star in a revival of Harold Pinter's Old Times, opening at the Roundabout Theatre Company's American Airlines Theatre. In 2016, Holiday Inn, the new Irving Berlin musical, opens on Broadway at Studio 54. Bryce Pinkham, Laura Lee Gayer, Megan Lawrence, Megan Sakura, and Corbin Blue star in the musical inspired by the classic 1942 film. On October 7, 1943, the unlikely collaboration of Kurt Weill, Ogden Nash, and S.J. Perlman results in a hit musical, One Touch of Venus, about a man who brings a statue of the Roman goddess of love to life. The show runs 567 performances, partly owing to the appeal of its Venus, Mary Martin, in her first starring role. In 1948, Love Life, one of the more interesting musical experiments of the post-war years, opens at the 46th Street Theater. Billed as a vaudeville, it contains sketches about love stretching from the 18th century to the present. Lots of talent is involved, music by Kurt Weill, lyrics by Alan J. Lerner, directed by Elia Kazan, choreography by Michael Kidd, starring Nanette Fabray and Ray Middleton. It runs 252 performances. 1982. The Winter Garden Theater hosts the opening of what will become one of the most successful musicals in the history of the world. Cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber's rendition of the T.S. Eliot Collection of Poems, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats, boasts advance sales of 6.2 million before it even opens. The show has sound and special effects galore, no dialogue, and a diva in the making, Betty Buckley, singing its most memorable tune, Memory. By the time it closes September tenth, 2000, the production has played 7,485 performances. In 2001, the bong and dance musical, Reefer Madness, based on the cult anti-marijuana film of 1936, opens off-Broadway, starring Christian Campbell, Greg Edelman, and Michelle Pach. On October 8, 1946, José Ferrer unveils his landmark production of Cyrano de Bergerac, introducing his Tony-winning performance in the title role in the first year Tonys were given, which he later recreates to Oscar-winning effect on film. In 1961, an evening with Mike Nichols and Elaine May showcases the two wits in an evening of memorable sketches at the John Golden. It runs 306 performances. In 1979, Mickey Rooney and Ann Miller join forces for the burlesque-style Broadway review Sugar Babies, which runs over 1,200 performances. In 1998, Matthew Bourne delights and scandalizes Broadway with an all-male interpretation of the ballet Swan Lake in a production that takes the central character out clubbing in London. Bourne wins the Tony Awards for Best Choreography and Best Direction of a Musical. October 9, 1967, Tom Stoppard makes a splash in his Broadway debut, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Are Dead, which tells the story of Shakespeare's Hamlet entirely from the point of view of two of its minor characters. In 1972, Dude, Jerome Ragney and Galt McDermott's musical follow-up to Hair, opens on Broadway and runs 16 performances. In 2014, Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, Stockard Channing, Megan Mullally, and Rupert Grant eagerly await the reviews in Terence McNally's comedy It's Only a Play, a spoof on what it takes to make a show a hit, opening at the Gerald Schoenfeld Theater. On October 10, 1935, George and Ira Gershwin collaborate with DuBose Hayward on the opera Porgy and Bess, which runs just 124 performances on Broadway, but goes on to a long life in revivals, repertory, and film. In 2013, Randy Johnson's A Night with Janis Joplin, starring Mary Bridget Davies as the late rock singer, opens on Broadway at the Lyceum. It runs 140 performances and earns Davies a Tony nomination. On October 11, 1948, Ray Bolger, best known as the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz, opens and wears Charlie at the St. James'. The story, adapted by George Abbott, is based on the hit play Charlie's Aunt, and is set to music by Guys and Dolls genius Frank Lesser. In 1958, Don Amici and Elaine Stritch star in the musical Goldilocks, set in the world of silent films, opening at the L'Enfantan. Walter Kerr, drama critic at the New York Herald Tribune, directs and co-writes the book with his wife, Jean Kerr. Agnes DeMille choreographs. The musical's two featured performers, Russell Knipe and Pat Stanley, both win Tony Awards. And in 1984, Charles Dutton and Teresa Merritt star in August Wilson's first big Broadway success, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, opening at the court. For more theater history, visit Playbill.com. And for more great podcasts, visit BroadwayPodcastNetwork.com.